You're listening to Different Things Can Be Sad. Welcome to Different Things Can Be Sad, where it's cool to care about reproductive rights and the royal wedding. I'm Yasmin Lomax. And I'm Micah Hahn. And you're here for our second ever episode. Woo! Yay! Jazz hands! So we've had tons of great feedback on our introductory episode and our first episode, so thank you so much for listening thank to you. that. Yep, all the listens and the the Instagram likes and the tweets and all the comments we've had in real life have been really, really awesome. Um, we did get some feedback that we, we talk really fast. Yeah, sorry, we're just big talkers. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're making a podcast. We've got a lot to say, but um, we are, we're going to try and slow that down yes. for today. Um, I have also had comments about my weird accent. Um, there is nothing I can do about that. I've had a weird accent from moving around places pretty much my whole life. Um, it's kind of like, you know, that episode of Friends where Ross gets really nervous and he does the, like, the British accent. And then he has to try and, like, phase it out over the semester while he's, like, lecturing and everyone's like, what? What has happened? Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Um, we did have one other comment about our audio quality for today. Yeah, so last time we were recording on beautiful microphones in our college's radio station. How fancy is that? So fancy. So fancy. This time we are recording on a phone, which is propped up on a box. Yeah, we're also, yeah, kind of like in, um, we're in Canada, so that's, that's, we are that's pretty exciting. I don't think that would affect the audio quality, but no, no, no. just to set the scene a little bit more. Um, so, I mean, it might be perfect. You might be listening to this being like, what are they talking about? But... Um, if it is a little less flash, um, we had some microphone things lined up. They all kind of fell through. Uh, hopefully, Amazon hates us. Yeah, um, but hopefully by next um, episode, we're going to have something that's a little bit more beautiful for your ears. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we dive right in, let's have a chat about what we've been up to lately. So last time you heard from us, we were finishing up studying in Boston, Micah. What have you been up to in the past month? Since then, I have moved back home to Vancouver um, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. had a wonderful time. It has been absolutely beautiful in Vancouver and basically summer, even though it is just May. Um, There's been lots of sun. We've been doing lots of beach days. I also got tooth surgery, which was less fun, but I'm all good now. That that does sound not that fun. Not that fun. (laughs) But yeah, it's been great just catching up with friends. You wouldn't have seen them in so long, so that's really nice. It's been a good transition back to Canada. I'm very happy to be back. There's some beautiful things here that we just don't have in the States. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been been road tripping about since since leaving Boston. Extremely busy. Um, I went straight to New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, then on to Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then after that, I did a little uh, Pacific Northwest road trip. Um, I do choose most of my locations based on TV shows. So this like, is true. You did a lot of I, that. I, I do a lot of that. So New Orleans is great because they do a lot of a lot of shooting in New Orleans. They so do. I think uh, Scream Queens and the American Horror Stories mm-hmm. are done in New Orleans. Uh, Austin, Friday Night Lights. Yes. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, we started our Pacific Northwest in Portland, obviously the home of Portlandia. And yep. it was exactly like it is in Portlandia. So it cool. was hilarious. Uh, we went to the town of Forks, Washington, nice. otherwise known as Bella and Edward's hometown in the Twilight Saga. 
Um, that was pretty crazy. That was, mm-hmm. it was very intensely Twilight there. Cheesy? Uh, um, a little, a little, but I liked it. I liked Good. it. Every business was, like, extremely Twilight-focused. And that was what I was there for, so I, I appreciated that. Um, and then after that, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, but I think it's Snoqualmie. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, and that's where, uh, a lot of the Twin Peaks locations oh, cool. are. And super into that as well. And then we, my last stop in the U.S. was Seattle, where I went to the Museum of Pop Culture, um, which obviously fits very well with this podcast. Um, that was really awesome. Um, yeah. It had a focus this time on, there was like a fantasy section, there was a sci-fi section, there was like a whole Star Trek exhibit, which was actually pretty cool. Yeah. I've, I've never seen Star Trek. Sorry. Um, mm, but neither. but that that was pretty cool, and there was like a Nirvana section that mm-hmm. was awesome yeah. as well. So. And the building is super cool. It right? is. It's a cool place. If it's you're ever cool in place. Seattle, definitely a place to check out. It's yeah. Really cool. Oh yeah. And um, one piece of advice for that, like when I got there, we got there at like three thirty, and they were saying that it was closing at five, and we were like, we asked the like person at the desk, like, oh, is this gonna be enough time? And they were like yeah totally mm-hmm. and it wasn't like an hour and a half is not long enough so like please if you were going to the museum of pop culture in seattle budget yourself like two to three hours i mm-hmm. would say like really give yourself enough time because it's super interactive and like really really cool it is and um yeah then we caught the bus to vancouver so now i'm in i'm in canada and yeah. i'm at micah's house so that's that's pretty flash um and we've been touristing around doing the vancouver things hiking yeah, having drinks yeah. by the water. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's it's been awesome. It's been awesome. So, um, before we get to this week's topics, which are the upcoming referendum in Ireland and the um, pretty recent Met Gala in New York, um, we thought we would tell y'all a little bit about the media we've been consuming yeah. this month because we think it's pretty revealing of our politics and pop cultural influences yeah, definitely. a lot of the time sometimes you know we it's not but mm-hmm. um and you know we can maybe give you some recommendations mm-hmm. or it leads us into some pretty interesting chats so um first up Micah what have you been reading this month well I've started reading um they both die at the end by Adam Silvera yes I have read that yeah um I'm halfway through I went in 100% blind yeah which was other than, no- than knowing that they both die at the end because you say the title, the title yeah no spoilers um and yeah it's really good it's kind of dystopic um, it's a YA book, it's a, YA book. a young adult novel yeah, I've been back on a kick of reading YA again which is really nice it's fun YA is fun yeah please I really like it it like really bothers me when people say that like it's like a genre or that they give it like a bad like people look down on it because it's for like children I'm doing those air quote things again like that is just like you know the the characters who are in the novel and like maybe the intended readership but like anyone can read YA and like you should because a lot of the themes that are brought up in YA can't be brought up in adult Mm -hmm. novels like you you can't experiment as much in adult novels as you can in YA ones and like we've lived in a time with so many great like political YA phenomena. So good. Yeah. So this one's great. It's got um queer characters. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Queer characters. It's just like an all around wonderful book. Yeah, it's really um, funny. And yeah, it's really funny. I yeah, I love YA. Like I don't think I'd be reading this much without YA. Yeah. Which is if you you've seen my bookshelf it's huge amount of YA on there. It's a lot of YA. We yeah. are we're big YA people, despite being twenty one, because that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, totally fine. Um 
I've also been reading YA this month. Um, I've just finished An Abundance of Catherine's. John Green. Yes. So, obviously, y'all know John Green, but he is the author of books like Looking for Alaska. There's his newest one, Turtles All the Way Down, which came out earlier this year. Uh, There's Paper Towns and The Fault in Our Stars, which has both been made into... Movie. Enormous movie, especially the Fault in Our Stars. That's like yeah. a, like a it was classic, nearly like right. A big thing. That was like that was enormous. Um, but yeah, the one that I've read this month is An Abundance of Catherine. I believe it's his second one after Looking for Alaska. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Have you read this one? Yeah, I've read all of them. Oh, good job. Everything. I was a. I still am a big John Green fan. I like him a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this one's about a child prodigy called Colin who's feeling a little bit lost because he's not a prodigy anymore. Like. But he's not a genius either, and he's just graduated high school, but he's just been broken up with for the 19th time by a girl called Catherine. He so has a problem. He has this Catherine complex, and he's dated 19 girls called Catherine, and he's been dumped by all of them. So him and his best friend go on this, like, healing road trip, mm-hmm. and they end up in this, like, deadbeat town in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like um, them, like, meeting all the townsfolk, like, meeting people, kind of, like, growing, healing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's not my favorite I think one. it's my least favorite John Green book. That's not to say it's bad. It's not bad, but it's like, personal preference. they're all really good. Yeah. Um, my parents definitely looking for Alaska. I love looking for Alaska. And it's going to be a TV show. Yes. It's so, so it's exciting. very recently been announced that it has been picked up by Hulu yeah. for, um, I believe an eight part series. Six parts. A series with multiple parts. Yeah. It's usually like six to eight. Yeah. I feel is fairly standard now. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty interesting. That seems to be the way, yeah. like, uh, book-to-screen adaptations are going these like days. Like Tale. And Big Little Lies. Yeah. And what I think is really interesting about them is that they do the book, but that's, like, the first season is mm-hmm. just based off the book. So if you've read Big Little Lies or The Handmaid's Tale, um, yeah, the whole first season of the TV series, it ends where the book ends. Mm-hmm. So then the second, like, season is them... Like, continuing on yeah they've got like this creative license so it'll be really interesting to see where where that goes um i haven't read the handmaid's tale but i've read big little lies yeah, i have read the handmaid's tale but i never watched the show okay i right. really want to but i also like i'm worried the handmaid's tale was like really like important to me and like i really really liked it that's very political younger book. yeah it's super political margaret atwood she's canadian Woo-woo. um it's the thing that a lot of canadian teenagers read in high school um and yeah it's I don't know. Book to movie adaptations always like scare me a little bit. Yeah, but all, like everyone says it's amazing. So. Some of them are better. Do you think? Like yeah. I've I've sometimes seen movies and I'm like, oh, it's actually been better. I know everyone gives them a bad rap, but like some of them I really mm-hmm. enjoy. I can't think of one <laughs> right now. But Did you like because like, we saw Love Simon together and I oh, read the book. That was yes, the book of the movie more. That's hard. I read the book very quickly, okay. so I feel I probably didn't, like, absorb it as much, and I really enjoyed the casting for the film. I love so, the So, um, yeah, I think they were both really, really quality mm-hmm. there. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see to see where that one mm-hmm. um, goes. Speaking of TV things or anything on the screen, what have you been watching this month? I've been watching so much because I've been recovering. From the tooth surgery. From the tooth surgery. It's been fun. Um, I watched... All of season two of The Crown. The Crown. Um, so what is that about for people who um, may not know? It's a Netflix original series about uh, Queen Elizabeth going from when she was first crowned as queen to 
um, they're going all the way into present day. That's their Ooh. plan. Um, and what's really cool about it is that the first two seasons um, had Claire Foy and Matt Smith in it being like the young versions. Oh, they're and then they're changing them. Yeah. And they're going with, um, I completely forget her name, the woman. I know, I can um, see her face. She's though. in Broadchurch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. So she's going to be the new queen. And I don't know if they've announced she's going to be um, Matt Smith. Priscilla. Priscilla. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, it's a like very political show, and then it had came into scandal recently because Matt Smith was getting paid way more than Claire Foy was, even though she's like the star of the show. She has the titular role. role. Um, again, another making... Ladybird reference. Yes. Um, yeah, the titular role. Um, yeah, she, he was making over like two million pounds more than he was. She was. That's crazy. So yeah. So I've been watching that. It was fun. It was good. Yeah, and there were like weddings it. coming up, so that's that's topical. Yeah, The Crown, if you haven't seen it, good time to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Because there's um, a wedding in that, too, on that season. Uh, what else have I been watching? I've been watching The Good Place, which is, like, um, it's so good. It's What's just that kind of about? like a mind meld. It's about everyone is dead. That's You start off with that. Oh, the in sense kind of thing. Yeah, they're, so they're in The Good Place, which right. is, like, kind of like heaven. And then one girl, Kristen Bell's character, um, is supposed to be in the bad place, but she accidentally ended up in the good Why place. Why was she meant to be in the bad place? Oh, she was an awful thing? character. Oh, okay. Like, just an awful person. Right. Um, as a living person. And so she um, is trying to not be found out because she doesn't want to go to the bad place because it's bad. Um, and it sounds like a kind of a silly plot, but, like, it's, it's a very intelligent show. That sounds it's cool. so good. I, like, immediately assumed it was a good wife. <laughs> yeah, you did. Is there a there is a Good Wife spin-off series, I don't know. right? I never watched the Good I Wife. I think it has like a similar name. No, I never watched no. it either. But Big is in it from Sex and the City. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's very nice. Play. Amazing. So that's your TV. That is my movie. TV movie. So yeah. much watching. Yeah, I haven't been doing quite as much because it's sort of hard when you're like road tripping. Yeah. But I have been taking advantage of Amazon Prime, putting all five seasons of Friday Night Lights up. So. I mean, my jam is being 10 years behind on series. That's yes. I, I really enjoy doing that. I, like, never watch anything live. Like, I don't think I have any show that I keep up with. I just watch, mm-hmm. like, very old things. Also, I, like, seem to very much gravitate to anything where there's, like, a 30-year-old playing, like, a 16-year-old. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, every teen. Legit, show. yeah. I'm really into, like, those teen shows and stuff. So, I mean, like, because even the ones that you think are, like, possible, like, like, um, like Joe Keery, who plays Steve Harrington in Stranger Things. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't look like that much How older. He's like 25 in real life. Yeah, and he's supposed to play like a 16-year-old. 16, 17. Yeah. I think he's like 18 in the second season, so let's mm-hmm. say like 17, 18. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's not... I don't know many, like, 17-year-olds who look like that. Like, yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, but it's not crazy. Yeah. Um, Friday Night Lights, it's freaking crazy. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so if you don't know, it is a show about a... Um, a college football coach called Eric Taylor, who sort mm-hmm. of becomes the head coach of uh, the Dillon Panthers, who are the high school football team in this, like, kind of crappy small town, small in, town Texas. in Texas. And, like, the whole town, like, no, I don't know, I feel like no one's really, like, going anywhere. Like, they're not very ambitious. And everyone sort of, like, places so much pressure and, like, hopes and dreams on, like, a bunch of, like, teenage boys, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of other like, dramas on and off the field, so there's, like, relationships, affairs, mm-hmm. there's, like, racism, mental health, um, like, broken families, alcohol, drug use, it's, like, 
Yeah, it's a lot grittier than I than yeah. I imagined. Um, and you've seen you've watched it all yeah, as I've well. Yeah, I watched it. I think I watched it a long time ago. It was a yeah. really interesting introduction to like the South. Obviously, it's yeah. not very realistic. No, like when but I like, went to but, Austin, it wasn't like it at all, and I was so upset. But, but I feel like like here, I have never like ever seen anyone care about high school sports. That yeah, much. exactly. Yeah, but like that is an actual thing. That's that a thing. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's impressive. Who is your favorite character from Friday Night Lights? I like Matt. A Matt lot. Saracen. Matt Saracen. Yeah, he's like uh the like QB two, so he kind of comes into it a little. He's also an artist. He's an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the very first episode I watched. Mm-hmm. I like immediately was like in love with Jason Street, who's like yeah. the like the first quarterback, and he's like the star guy who's like set to go to like Notre Dame and stuff yeah like straight to the NFL and I was messaging Micah and I was like oh my god I love him so much like immediately I think I just like projected a Tom Brady I did I was like I was like I love him I can't wait to see him be successful like I hope nothing happens to him Mm -hmm. Micah was like oh no um because something major happens in like the first 20 minutes like yeah it's like it sets up the plot for the the entire show but the first season yeah definitely um so now I have I've changed favorites. My favorite is the person that I hated most at the beginning. Tim Riggins. Yeah, he's great. I hated him. He's such a complex character. Yes. And you know what's annoying is that I can see what they're doing to make me like him. Mm -hmm. And I'm falling for it. Oh, yeah. So, like, he starts off. And this is why I hated him. I was messaging Micah. And I was like, he sucks. Like, he's really, like, so he's like, okay, I feel he's supposed to be, like, a senior in the first season. And then they, like, panic retconned him because they realized Mm -hmm. he was super hot. And, like, Mm -hmm. like, people would watch it. Mm -hmm. Um... So, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, a sophomore. But he's, like, he's, like, an alcoholic, but I feel like no one ever says he's an alcoholic, Mm -hmm. which is very... I think it's, like, it shows the, um, the the time it was made. And also, like, just the, I guess, the culture in the town that no one thinks that, like, a 16-year-old drinking every single night and, like, constantly being hungover is, like, an issue. Yeah. Anyway, but he's, like, a womanizer. He's, like, lazy. Mm -hmm. He's rude. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, Jason deserves a better teammate. Yeah. But then, like, you start feeling, like, sorry for they him. They Steve Harrington him. They Steve Harrington him hard. So, like, they make you feel bad for him because, like, he has no, like, family or no one looking out for mm-hmm. him. And, like, there's all this mm-hmm. stuff with, like, homelessness and stuff like that. But then they give him a relationship with a child. They give him a, And they do it multiple times. Yeah. They give him a relationship with a baby later on that he, like, looks out for. He's, like, looking out for, like, a lot of the younger girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're, like, yeah. yeah. They invested him hard in season two. That's, like, the Tim Riggins show is, like, season yeah. two. They, they get a little sketchy with that. But... Um, definitely, it's a good character show. It's a oh, really yeah. good, really good character investigation. And it's one of those shows where, like, they don't make you follow everyone to college. Like, once people move on, they move new characters in, and they do a pretty good job yeah. of it. Like, you still have your season one faves, but you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's okay. I, yeah. I like these ones, too. So what have you been listening to, Micah? What's been in um, your ear, your eardrums? I've been listening to the new Metal Kids album. Who are the Middle Kids? They are a band. I think they're all sisters. There might be one brother. They're all, like, related and siblings. Oh, the um, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. yeah. They're really cool. Um, and they're from Australia. Oh. From Sydney. Um, I first listened to this sound. This makes me sound very old, but I first heard about them on, like, CBC Radio, which is, like, our national, <laughs> like, it's the thing old people listen to. It's yeah. radio, but they do music sections. Um, and they were, like, one of Elton John's favorite bands. I love Elton John. Yeah, so he really likes them, and they just like, came out with a new album. I'm road tripping. Elton John is the road trip sound. Him oh, and yeah. Bowie, that's what you want to be road tripping to. Yeah, they're good. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to a lot of that, and then just 
catching up with all my podcasts. Ooh, like what? Um, one that I just got into is Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. And they're these... What? I know. I've never like, heard of that. It's so cool. Um, it's these two um, people who were in, I think, rabbinical school and in, like, regular, like, clergy school. So they both, like, have a lot of religious scholarly background. And they read Harry Potter as if it were a sacred text. So, like, as if it were the Holy what? Bible. And so they kind of go in it and they use... There's all these... I have never done anything religious. I've never been to church. But there's all of these... So it's a really interesting insight into yeah. that. But there are all of these techniques on how to read the Bible. like. Oh, yeah. We do a lot of that yeah. school. <laughs> but they do that with Harry Potter. Yeah. And so it's it's very, like, peaceful and spiritual. And I, like... I really like listening to things and, like, learning about different ways of seeing the world. Yeah, and, um, like, you don't have to believe in them, but oh it's no. just interesting to know about them. Yeah, and so this has been a really cool insight into that. That's I'm cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've also been listening to a new album, uh, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. and, and casino. Uh, the new Arctic Monkeys album. Yeah. Been a long five years since the last one. Yeah, it has. I was really excited for it, and then I haven't listened to it yet. I need... With the new album, I like to sit down and listen to the whole thing. I do that, yeah. It's pretty long, right? Yeah, and it's, um, I think we talked a little bit about this before, but, like, it's sort of, like, like a, it's a concept album. Like, yeah. it doesn't have as much variety, I would say, mm-hmm. as, like, some other other ones. And I hate when people are like, oh, this is, like, moving in a new direction for them. And I'm like, every one of their albums is different. And every band has to move in a new direction. Yeah. Or they all tell them But, like, none of their albums, yeah, God, none of their albums, like, sound similar like yeah they're, yeah. All, they're distinct they've def- yeah they've definitely got it I, I, I hate that they've become kind of like a meme like i hate that it's yeah. kind of like a teenage girl trying to be yeah, I wonder, hipster thing like, like that irritates me but i want to go to their concert but yeah. i kind of wonder what the demographic is gonna yeah, be yeah and it's like because they're like like good musicians so yeah. that's yeah they've kind of become a little bit of a meme which is a little bit annoying um yeah, I, I I think I need more of a listen mm-hmm. to this album. As I said, there's not, like, as much obvious variety in, like, sound, so I'm kind of need to just pick it apart a little mm-hmm. bit more. But um, there's some there's some good tracks on there. If you've listened to um, Alex Turner's um, other, it's like, band, duo, The, the Last mm-hmm. Shadow Puppets mm-hmm. um, that he does with Miles Kane, um, their second album is quite similar but like yeah more similar mm-hmm. to this so you might you might enjoy that mm-hmm. um podcasts also i've been listening to podcasts mm-hmm. as we've been road tripping mm-hmm. um it's yeah it's it's good context you're not mm-hmm. fighting over the music mm-hmm. um so the one we've been listening to is anna ferris is unqualified cool. um which is kind of like a relationshipy podcast Interesting. yeah so she'll get like a celebrity guest on and they'll like have a, like, just a chat about things, and she'll ask them, like, these funny, like, deal-breaker questions, which mm-hmm. we've been playing a lot of yeah. since we've been in Canada, um, or, like, how would you proceed if, like, I don't know, you got to someone's room and he had a chicken coop in it or something mm. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's usually, like, an advice section as cool. well when people call up. I really like the advice sections on podcasts. So there's this one episode that we'll, we'll link to because I think it is amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's Anna Faris with Retta, Aubrey Plaza, and I think, like, Chris Pratt was just, like, around and he just, like, showed up. Um, and it is hilarious. And, like, this girl rings in and she's like, oh, like, I'm living with my boyfriend of, like, two and a half years. We've been living together, like, six months. And he's, like, said that he kind of, like, doesn't want to live together anymore, that he wants to, like, st- take a step oh. back and maybe, like, 
you know, maybe just see me like once every like couple weeks or every so few sad. days or something. They literally trashed this guy. Good. And it is the funniest thing. The first word out of Anna Ferris's mouth, she goes, she's like, Jess or whatever. She's like, I love you. I don't like him. <laughs> and it is hilarious. They make fun of him for being 24. They make fun of him for being like a musician. They're mm-hmm. like, screw him. If someone's telling you, they're like, he's just being a coward who doesn't want to actually break, break up, up with you. Oh, they're, yeah, like, definitely. they're like, get out. But there's so many people who would give you terrible advice there being like, oh, yeah. have a conversation with him yeah. or like, give it a shot. And they're like, no, no leave. This is not working. Yeah. And I think having like, for that guy to have like, Chris Pratt, like literally yeah. mocking him. Lol. Yeah. Like that is, I I want every person to listen to that because it's very empowering. Good. Yeah. We will yeah. we will link that down below. So that's been a, like a, a nice lengthy lengthy nice chat. Actually. Yeah. So I guess on with the show. Yeah. section of the podcast we're going to be talking about the referendum happening in ireland on may 25th yes um, the republic of ireland we should probably yes. specify um yeah so that's an important clarification and it yeah. also yes oh i'm irish from yeah ireland so um. <laughs> we're going to be doing a little bit of woman splaining or yeah. canadian splaining to an irish yeah. person but it's going to be a bit more collaborative this time yeah. um yeah i know some stuff so that's yeah yeah so it's really yeah. cool um so yeah, the referendum is about repealing the Eighth Amendment, which is in the Irish Constitution, which states that the life of a fetus is equal to the life of a mother, which basically means that abortion is illegal. Well, it is like a criminal act. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a criminal act. There's like a 14-year jail sentence yeah. for it. Um, no one's actually got that, but like you are a criminal if you have one. Yeah. yeah. Before we start talking about that, um, I just want to talk a little bit about words and um how we want to talk about this is something we talk a lot about in gender studies yeah micah is a gender studies major and has a lot of like points to bring up that i wouldn't even thought of so um so what we try really hard to do is recognize that not all women can have babies and can be pregnant and not all um people who are pregnant identify as women so I try very hard, especially when I write papers, because it's a bit easier to when I write about abortion to say pregnant people and not mm-hmm. women. But I mess up a lot because it's kind of ingrained in you. And also, yeah. everyone else talks about women and yeah. not pregnant people. So we will try very hard. But if we don't say that, it's because we are humans, humans, and yeah. it's a mistake. But we really like we're trying. We we try. Yeah, we recognize that there are differences. So yeah. yes, Ireland and abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was first introduced into the Constitution in, it was 83, um, and through a referendum. You Irish people love referendums. Yeah, we have, a, like, a lot of a lot of big ones. Like, we've had to, like, make divorce legal through a referendum yeah. not that long ago. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll so into them. <laughs> it was a referendum that passed 66 to 33. Um, so 66 people, a percent of the population agreed that abortion should be criminalized, and it was put into the Constitution. And this is really interesting, like, here's me being a political nerd, because usually laws are just passed by the Parliament, um, but in this case, it's in the Constitution, and Constitutions are much more solid, is mm-hmm, a good, like, mm-hmm. layman's terms to say, and so it takes quite a bit of effort to change it, which is why they have to have a referendum to change it, whereas usually it would be, like, just a law that would yeah. the government could just get rid of, and it would be fine. Um, 
So this means they're trying to take it out of the Constitution, and then they'd have to put in new laws to replace, right. to kind of regulate. Because I don't think there are any countries that have, like, zero regulation of abortion. Like, you have to do something. Yeah, okay. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. And we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, so, why is it criminalized in Ireland, I think, is a good thing to start. I think most people know this, but maybe you don't, that Ireland is a very, like, originally a very Catholic country, and the Catholic Church has had a lot of influence throughout the years. Yeah, so, like, um, yeah, like, living there, I mean, I don't know a lot of people who are, like, extremely religious, but it's Mm -hmm. very, like, institutionalized, Mm -hmm. so, um, like, like, public schools in Ireland Mm -hmm. are, like, like, Catholic schools, like, that's just, like, it's not really a question as if you're gonna, like, baptize your kids or, like, anything like that, like, it's kind of just, like, a done thing, even people who aren't religious, like, you're just, like, oh, that, that happens, Mm -hmm. um, there's even, like, this, like, cool thing on the TV. <laughs> At, like, 6 o'clock each day, they put on, like, these, like, clock strikes. And you're yeah. all supposed to, like, get down and, like, pray. But, like, I mean, no one does that. I think, like, my great-grandma did it. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of, like, quite um, institutionalized things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, like, the national religion. And that's just yeah. how it is, really. Yeah. yeah. So that manifests in interesting ways when it comes to reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. So contraception wasn't fully legalized until 1993 so obviously there were like different forms of contraception that you could use but you like you couldn't buy a condom very easily yeah and now but now like green good and actually the rate of um pregnancy has gone down quite a bit obviously as it does in every nation um so that's cool like we were just talking about divorce wasn't legalized until pretty recently yeah and even now still you have to um live separately from your partner for like four of the five mm-hmm. previous years. Um, I believe they're hoping to hold a referendum about that mm-hmm. um, later this year. But, like, that's kind of wild that it could mm-hmm. t- you can't just, like, divorce someone. It's, like, five years later you yeah. can divorce someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so abortion since 83 has been completely criminalized, except in specific cases. So in 1992 there was um, the X case. Yeah, and there was very famous. Very famous case. There was this poor girl. Um, she was 14 and she was raped by someone she knew. And she wanted to get an abortion. And the, what a lot of Irish women do is they do something called um, abortion tourism. It's like, yeah, it's a silly word. But that's something that's just what it's called. And they go to the UK to get an abortion because it's legal there. Um, and so this is what this girl wanted to do. And then the attorney general just stopped her. Mm. Like he was like, no, you can't do that. It's illegal. So you can't leave the country to do something illegal. And they went to court. And it was decided by the Supreme Court of Ireland that a woman could get an abortion if it was an extreme risk to her life. So that's either like a medical risk. So a lot of people, not a lot, but like often women will get abortions because if they don't, they will die. Yeah. Or the fetus will die. Like, like yeah. the fetus is going to die anyways. Um, and so it was decided that you could get an abortion in that case or if there was the, that suicide was going to play into it in some yeah. way. So in that case, that was the concern. So they've kind of loosened the law slightly. Um, they created like a real official law in um, 2014. And that year, um, 42 abortions were performed in Ireland, right. um, which is more, but like that's very low compared to other countries. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people in Ireland, yeah. but still. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um, kind of where the situation is now. There's some really interesting statistics about how many... Um, women go overseas 
Um, something like nine a day to England or something like yeah. really crazy. Um, in 2016, there was almost 4,000 women. Yeah. Um, and that's an underestimate. So yeah. that's from... Well, because how would you like know? You know, yeah. if it's an illegal thing, you're hardly going yeah. around so that's, putting it on your customs card, right? That's the woman who went and got abortions from the um, NHS um, and had... That's the British National Health yeah. Insurance um, or Health Services. And those are the women who wrote down an Irish address when they were filling out their form. Yeah. But if you're, like, really embarrassed or, or you're... scared. Or you're scared and, like, there's a question of whether you're doing that as legal or not. Yeah. Um, then you might not write down your address. Yeah. So there's really kind of no way to exactly know how many women yeah. are doing this. But it's a lot. Um, and I think something we kind of forget is, like, these women are doing it, but there are a lot of women who can't afford to do that. Yeah. And so yeah. they're stuck in Ireland because um, they can't leave and yeah. they're pregnant and they have to stay that way. Yeah. Or... They seek out a dangerous method of abortion mm-hmm. that isn't legal and isn't safe. Fortunately. That's awful. Yeah, it's that's truly awful. awful. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good transition into why feminists and people who don't identify as feminists believe that abortion is a really important woman's rights issue. Um, and it basically has to do with kind of the idea that women should have bodily autonomy and yeah. s- like self-determination. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's difficult because obviously, like, there's this idea about, like, what's a baby and what's life. And yeah, I think that's why women who are for abortion call themselves pro choice because it's not about, like, women over fetuses. Yeah. It's about women having choices over their body that they haven't had for the majority of like, human history, um, which is why it's, like, was such a big issue during the second wave of feminism um, and why it's, like, such a big issue now in Ireland. Yeah. And you, like, that's my favorite thing about this referendum is, like, the amazing young women who are, like, going out on the street and protesting for their, yeah. like, reproductive rights. So that was kind of going to be my contribution to this. So I, like, all my family live in Ireland, my entire family, and, like, a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen, like, a lot of, like, them posting on, like, Facebook and Instagram and stuff about them. They've either been, like, re, like, sharing, um... Mm-hmm like videos they have been urging people to go out and vote mm-hmm. um i've seen a lot of uh, my friends my age going out campaigning mm-hmm. for the yes campaign and i mean i think that's that's really great because yeah. you need to get involved and you need to um i guess like be aware of your voting rights is what i was gonna bring up if that's all right micah yeah. um i was gonna say that if you are someone who is on holidays when there's something going on in mm-hmm. your country or if you have moved overseas, it is, like, really important for you to investigate what your rights are. Mm-hmm. So, or even, like, if you live in the country, like, what your rights yeah. are. So I know, like, in Australia, when you turn 18, you need to be added to the electoral roll and you have to vote. You have to be in the electoral yeah. You have to vote because it is mandatory there, and you'll get fined if you don't do it. Which is really cool. Yeah, so... Um, Not the fine, that everyone has to vote. Yeah, so you need to be aware of, is voting mm-hmm. mandatory? That's one thing. You need to be aware of what you are voting in. Yeah. Um. So Especially it, with referendums, the yeah. wording can be very complicated, yeah. so you need to, like, go and read it. So are you voting for a party? Are you voting for a referendum? Um, again, another example in Australia... Last year, they had a marriage equality, um, like, survey, so a plebiscite, mm-hmm. um, and basically everyone was mailed a question, do you think Australia should have marriage mm-hmm. equality, and you had to tick yes or no. That is not a vote. So that 
in Ireland, yeah. they had a referendum about it. Yeah. And now it's like... But in Australia, it was a survey, and then the politicians yeah. could act on it as they saw fit. Yeah. Even if the majority said yes, the politicians could be like, no. And when the results of that survey came in, it was very annoying to see on Facebook people posting like, oh, I'm so happy Australia's legalized marriage equality. And I'm like, that's not what yeah, you voted in. Like, you, what happened. You did not, like, and that's sad that people did not know what they had not voted in, but they had not did not know what they'd replied to. I feel like that's kind of a consequence of like Brexit had just happened, yeah. and like Brexit was like that is what that was a referendum. Yeah, they made that vote and then it happened. Yeah, and people are just kind of so just be aware. Yeah, is it so like a referendum or a plebiscite? Um, and then my other thing is, yeah, if you have moved overseas, please like check out what mm-hmm. your rights are. So for instance, with this. Um, referendum in Ireland there is no postal vote so if you are overseas you cannot mm-hmm. you cannot vote you have to be there on mm-hmm. May 25th so unfortunately you can't vote no I can't vote and I also can't vote because I've moved overseas like more than 18 months ago mm-hmm. so you've got 18 months once you've moved overseas mm-hmm. that you can vote mm-hmm. and you have to be back in Ireland at that time yeah. um so even if I was back in Ireland I would be ineligible you don't actually live there. no um, and yeah, you have to have like residency status, yeah. which I'm not there long enough to, mm-hmm. to have that. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe whatever's happening in your country, you can vote from overseas. When yeah. we were in Boston, we met, um, a few Finnish folk and they had, um, an election yeah. in their country and they went to the embassy and voted. So, you know, be, be aware of that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of space. Um, yeah. And kind of be engaged so I think this referendum right now is really interesting because you can really there's so much happening and it's as like a political science student I find it really fascinating because usually like there aren't like tv debates about referendums and like all of this stuff but it's just it's like there's debates there's um huge amount of polling there's my favorite part of this is that Google and Facebook, in this, like, wave of Russians mm. interfering, um, <laughs> have decided that they're not running paid ads right. in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so I think that's another thing about being informed when you vote, is yeah. not just being informed about the rules, but being informed about what the you're climate. reading. yeah. So I haven't spewed off um, citations for what I've been saying. I will link them in the show notes. Um, but I think being informed... So, for example, in this election... The Irish Times have great, like, they post articles whenever anyone says something. They, like, rate it whether it's false or true. Oh, cool. So cool. They have an entire site. Um, So, yeah, making sure you're kind of staying engaged and, I hate the word, but, like, looking out for fake news. Because it is real. So I have a list of some of the lies. One of them is that one in five UK pregnancies end in abortion. That's just false. Yeah. Like, it's not that many. Um, The other one is all of these lies about what will happen afterwards. Right, um, yeah. So there's this idea that you'll be able to get an abortion up until six months, which is true and it is false. Yeah, So yeah. what they're proposing to do is after 12 weeks, it, within the first 12 weeks, you can elect to have an abortion. Yeah. The doctor has to approve it, but you can, like, choose for yourself. Yeah. After 12 weeks, if there is, it's this medical risk thing again. Yeah. If there's a medical problem, then you can get an abortion. But... They kind of twisted it to make it sound like a woman can just choose when she like has a big belly. Yeah, that's what they they like. I, they always do that, there, and it's yeah. horrible. It's um yeah. It's kind of it's kind of gross. Yeah. It this it's, is it's 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 horrible to tell vulnerable people who need and and want these procedures yeah. that 
that they're like disgusting people. Yeah. So yeah, that is abortion and the referendum in Ireland. The last thing I want to leave you on is that for us right now, it is May 18th and the referendum is on May 25th. And currently polling says that 58% of people will vote yes to repealing and 42% will vote no. And then there's like whatever in between are people who are kind of undecided. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that currently it's looking really good, except that it's actually the yes group is decreasing. It was all the way up to 60 a while ago and it's kind of going down. So I'm really interested to see what happens. Alrighty, so on to the pop culture segment of the podcast. So this month, May, we're going to be talking about the very recent Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Um, it is sometimes called the Met Ball, and it is basically an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute in mm-hmm. New York City. Do you want to know something embarrassing? About Tell me. me. I, until, like, probably this year, I didn't connect Met Gala to Met the Museum. Oh, no. Yeah, really, yeah, really embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, first Monday in May is Met Gala Monday. Yeah. Um, it marks the grand opening of the Costume Institute's annual fashion exhibit. So, basically, there is a theme every year. Um, very high-profile celebrities yeah. go, and they are extremely encouraged um, particularly by Anna Wintour, um, the Vogue editor, yeah. um, to go really over the top and, like, very costumey. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just wear, like, what you would wear to the Oscars or, like, the Emmys oh, or anything, no, no, like, no. or the Golden Clubs. Like, you wear, like, a costume. Yeah. So this year, the, the theme was Heavenly Bodies, Fashion, and the Catholic Imagination. Yeah, the other thing I didn't know was that it was connected to one of the exhibits. Yeah, so it has, it's connected to an exhibit and it has a theme. Yeah. Um, and this one, so the exhibit was approved by the church, I believe, and they had lent the museum, like, Some 50 cool costumes costume. and stuff for the exhibit. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, so I thought what we would do is talk a little bit about some of the iconic looks mm-hmm. and I guess things that happen because even if you're listening to this in September 2018, it is 2018, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm very confused. Um, or, you know, maybe it's 2025 and you're listening to this or maybe it's like 3047 and oh, this God. is in like a time capsule or something. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of groovy. Still cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. groovy, I just use that. Some, it's not 1970 or anything. It's 2018. <laughs> okay, so um, we we asked on our Instagram page, at um, DTCBS Podcast, mm-hmm. um, what kind of looks did you want us to talk about? So we're going to link to a... a <laughs> I'm Canadian. <laughs> um, and gonna, we're going to link to a BuzzFeed article that has, like, just all the the... the the dresses, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, some comments we had was Rihanna's outfit. Mm-hmm. So, Rihanna and Sarah Jessica Parker, who mm-hmm. I will talk about in a sec, to me, they kind of, like, they're, like, the icons of the Met yeah. Gala. Like, they turn up every year, and they go hard. Like, yeah. Was yeah. it last year that Rihanna wore the omelet dress? I don't know if it was last year, the but year the, the omelet dress is, like, iconic. Like, it is that's, iconic. that's a big one. So, this year, she wore this, like, completely, like, kind of a diamond encrusted yeah. um, outfit. It had this big cape. It had a little, like, short dress. And then this, like, crazy, like, cool headpiece. It Popey was kind of... crown. A, a, a papal, papal crown? Yeah. I like popey. Popey crown. Popey crown. So she wore a popey crown and looked 
fly, basically. Really, really great. Um, yeah. So, uh, SJP, she kind of had, like, a whole nativity set on her head, which was pretty wild. Yeah, but again, like, she, she goes hard. She doesn't, she doesn't half-ass the, the Met. She doesn't. No. Um, other good ones, we had Blake Lively's outfit, so she just looked... I just love Blake Lively. And she's she always so stunning. So she did the... Yeah, she did She did the theme in a very, like, beautiful way. So it was this kind of, like, burgundy dress with so much, like, embroidery and detail. Mm-hmm. Her hair looked amazing. Her makeup was amazing. And she had, like, a beautiful kind of crown on the back of yeah. her hair, which was, like, also gorgeous. Um, we had Zoe Kravitz. is someone who I wouldn't say, like, extraordinarily followed the theme. And I am yeah. going to talk about that soon. But she is, like, literally Stunning. Like, yeah. if I had to swap bodies with someone, I want it to be her. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Big Little Lies? No. Oh, she's in that. And, like, that is the reason why I got, like, more tattoos on my arms. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she has a heap and she just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. She is, like, the epitome of cool. Mm-hmm. And she wore this kind of lace black dress with, like, tie-up sides and, mm-hmm. like, a bow in her hair. She's just so stunning. I can't, mm-hmm. like, it, it hurts me. It yeah. hurts me. She's so stunning. Kate Bosworth also looked stunning. She did. She kind of did, like, um, a wedding look. So she had this beautiful, um, not white, but cream on the spectrum of white. Yeah. Uh, Cream dress. She wore a veil, which was beautiful. very, like, Virgin Mary. Yeah, very angelic. And her makeup is, like, super, like, angelic as Mm -hmm. well. It's these, like, you know, rosy cheeks and, like, pink lips and Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. She looked absolutely stunning. And Cardi B. Looked cool. Cardi B killed it. She's pregnant. She is at the Met Gala. She looks yeah. sick. So, um, sort of like Rihanna and that it's this, like, diamond-encrusted thing. It has sort of, like... Um, a bustle on the back. Yeah, that that looks cool. And then she, again, had, like, an enormous crown. Yeah. Um, natural hair. She just I looked amazing. I feel like people did the theme better this year, right? Yeah, and I think it was such, like, an overt theme. Like, sometimes they just say something, like, futuristic, and it's, like, not yeah. that clear. Um, so Katy Perry did, like, the big Victoria's Secret angel wing yeah. things. I mean, obviously it's not Victoria's Secret angel, it's, like, actual angel, but, you know, you know, picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zendaya looked really great. She yeah. did, like, a Joan of Arc thing, so this, like, metallic outfit and, like, a short, um, like, kind of ginger bob that looked really awesome. And Greta Gerwig also looked really great. She did, like, a, a nun-inspired mm-hmm. look. Ariana Grande wore the Sistine Chapel on a dress. Um, SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker, again, was this gold dress with an enormous train, Mm -hmm. um, hearts printed on it, and, like, the nativity scene on her head. Mm -hmm. So, also great. Um, and then my favorite male look Mm -hmm. was, uh, Chadwick Boseman from Mm -hmm. Black Panther, you probably know him from. And he wore a white suit with, like, gold embroidery, like, tassels, crucifixes, gold shoes. He, he killed it. he, out of... I feel like with the men at the Met Gala, it's really hard to follow the theme because, like, yes. what can you do with a suit? Well, that brings me on to my my next point. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the time we see men not follow the theme. Yeah. Like, kind of, so, for instance, this year you had people like Jonah Hill, Cole Sprouse, Jimmy Fallon, who just wore, like, a black suit and tie yeah. combo. And the person who's getting a lot of flack about this is Patriots mm-hmm. quarterback Tom Brady yes. because he he followed the theme. He did. He wore, yeah, he wore a black turtleneck. He had a um, black tuxedo, but it had this like cool like gold embroidery yeah. on it. So there was like a reference. 
And everyone's been kind of laughing at him, saying that like, he looks like a magician or like a <laughs> lion tamer or something. Yeah. And like, I'm not just defending this because I like him, but I think it's like kind of unfair that like because he's like a footballer and that's not like a creative career yeah. that everyone's like laughing at him. Whereas yeah, like, like Chadwick Boseman is wearing a more. cape with crosses. Yeah. But I think he just, he's such a badass and he's in such a, like, a prime time of his career. Yeah, and because he's, like, an actor as well. It's that, yeah. like, creativity. And everyone's like, why is a footballer dressed up? Because like, Tom Brady looks like a dad. Yeah, yeah. He is a dad, yeah. too. And, I mean, I am surprised that he, he did wear the turtleneck after the, the flack he got when he wore one before a Super Bowl and everyone thought he looked like a, will, a spy um, in a movie. Um, we, we should link to that. that picture yeah. somewhere. But, I mean, I think good on him for, like, giving yeah. it a go because... As I said, a lot of people who you might expect more so to do yeah. it, like, didn't. Um, also, Giselle. She looked amazing. Giselle makes me so upset because she's so beautiful. And she seems like such a lovely person I as know. well. Like, she's so pro-environment and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she is, she's a knockout. She is, she is. an 11 out of 10. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are some people who didn't follow the theme, as I mentioned. So, we had Kylie Jenner, who just wore black. Um, I believe this was her first red carpet appearance since the birth of her daughter. Um, yeah, Kendall Jenner just wore white, um, so, you know, and Miley Cyrus also just wore black, so. Carly Kloss also just wore black, too. Okay. Carly Kloss has a YouTube channel. Oh, Cody with Carly! I love her, yeah. but she also does pre-Met Gala videos. Oh, cool. Each one where she, like, prepares for the Met Gala. I love the, like, getting ready thing. Yes, very that's cool so exciting. very cool and calming. So she and Blake Lively had videos of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and her dress was beautiful, but it was, I guess it was kind of a cape. It wasn't very themed. Yeah. And I love all these people, so I don't, I don't care. But what really bothers me is when there is a costume party and people don't show up in costume. Mm-hmm. My thing is, why are you so boring? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate it. I would go to so many costume parties in high school and it would be like, Halloween and sometimes they would even tell people like oh do a costume all red black and people still wouldn't do that like so easy like I feel like with Halloween like that is what it is it is a costume party like like some other things like like you have an Olympics like dream party and they like dress up as a country yeah I I just want kind of problematic drink some beer yeah do that no but it really I I always got annoyed on Halloween when people didn't didn't dress Mm -hmm. up like I just I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's a mm-hmm. fun day. Like, what? Like, just embrace your inner childlike spirit. I just... Yeah. I, yeah, I don't need people in my life who don't dress up for Halloween. That's... Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever not dressed up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I go hard on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, what did I dress up as last year? Last year, I was a taco, and my dog was a taco Cute. as well. That was really great. So, I, I value Halloween a lot. It is... Nice. It is amazing. Um... Back to the show. So, someone that a lot of people have been throwing some mud at is Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. So, Selena is stunning, and I love her, yeah. but she... My stomach did, like, a weird rumble there. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to get a, a Dairy Queen blizzard after We this. will. Selena yeah. wore... Well, she, she, had, she wore a beautiful white dress and, like, beautiful necklace, and... She kind of had a, a, a pretty orange fake tan. Yeah. And the makeup she had didn't really help that. No. So a lot of people have been, like, laughing at her, like, comparing her to that episode of, like, Spongebob where, like, Patrick and Spongebob get, like, fake tans. And, like, that's not nice. I'm not going to say that. 
But, like, I did think it was really funny. She, like, posted on Instagram a video of herself, like, running away in her Met ball mm-hmm. gown and the caption, me when I saw pictures of myself from the Met. So, mm-hmm. like, that, that, that's... I guess they didn't do a practice one run with makeup that they usually do. Yeah. So, my question for you is, have you ever had a beauty disaster that was just too late to fix? Like, you just have to go out and just I, rock it. I think the only time I can think of is my boyfriend's graduation, because we graduated two years apart. Um, and went to, like, his ball thing. Yeah. Like, our version of prom. And um, I had bought, like, new concealer, and I, my friend was helping me with my makeup, and or not concealer, foundation, and it was a bit too orange. Yeah. And she is a very pale human, so right. we didn't have any, like, in-between oh, shades. Oh, no. We kind of, like, mixed things together. Yeah. And I think it worked out. The pictures look good. It's a good photographer doing them. Um, it can make I you a little wanna... self-conscious, though, yeah, when you know. know that you're not... And like I'm not, like, wanna... a full face of makeup type person. Anyway, yeah. 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 Um, other than, like, I'm sure I've had hair. Hair is my thing, but, like, and the problem with hair is that it's hard to fix. Yeah. Like, you can only put in so much dry shampoo. Yeah, or, like, if you put too much product in, like, you, it you're makes, screwed. Yeah. You can't have a shower. Well, my one, my one is a hair disaster. So mm-hmm. I had a party in my final year of high school. Um, I was, like, my feeling that my hair was kind of dry, and I was like, no, I'm not having mm-hmm. this. So, I put, like, an oil treatment in. Like, I did an oil treatment. Mm-hmm. And then, like... I have done that. Yeah, and I washed my hair and it didn't come out. And I was like, what? I did that with coconut oil. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think I, like, made my own one. And, like, it didn't come out. And I was like, crap. Yeah. So, I washed it, like, three more times. And it still wouldn't come out. So, yeah. I was, like, freaking out. Because, like, it was, like, a party. Like, you know, my whole year was going to be there. I was like, yeah. boys. I was like, oh. Um, so yeah, in the end, I had to, like, like, I was crying, it was awful, I had to, like, put it in a bun, and then just kind of have, like, my greasy fringe to the side, and, like, yeah. I still hate... It took multiple days to get out. Yeah, right? it does, yeah, 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 and I, but what I recommend is doing, like, what Selena did, and just being, like, this has happened. Yep. Like, you don't have to be laughing about it the whole time, but, like, literally just say to people, yeah, I did an oil treatment, and it didn't work out. Yeah, like, that's how I feel, like, with all, like, disasters. Yeah! Like, I went to own it. Into, own it. Like as I was walking into work, I was walking up the stairs and I spilt my coffee on myself. Yeah. So I just walked in wearing a white shirt. So yeah. I walked in and I was just like, This has happened. Yeah. You just have to own it, I feel, because yeah. um that yeah, I, I also I feel like things don't matter as much to other people as they do to you. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. Another exciting thing at the Met um gala was some new couples emerged yeah so it's a good time to debut but it's very like dramatic like we're at the when you the say... night of night so for instance we had um sean mendez and Haley baldwin mm-hmm. um they're so they're now together yeah they're like our age but i they sean mendez just seems like such a child i feel like they're younger than me because i feel like people are, are younger than us are in like yeah i feel like i miss them slightly on the yeah. the being obsessed with them thing um so before we talk a little bit about other couples mm-hmm. that have debuted there, where would you debut a new relationship? Like, I don't know. Would you, you know, like, I guess, you know, the first time you want to be, like, officially with someone, like, would you bring them to, like, a friend's, like, dinner thing or, like, I a family like, thing? a friend's or... thing is, like, yeah. the thing to do. Yeah. Rather yeah. than a family thing? I guess it, like, depends. Like, just whatever the next I think you just like to casual, like, yeah, do it sequentially for normal people, casual. for normal people, casual, too. yeah. But if I were like a celebrity, I don't know, I feel like that's mm. really weird with celebrities that they're like you make an appearance, yeah, and announce it, it. it feels like they owe people stuff, yeah, which they totally they don't. don't. And like, yeah. my favorite celebrities are kind of the ones who are very like 
this is my life and yeah. I'm stepping back and here I this am. This is my job. Yeah. It's not, you can engage in different parts of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the, the Met Gala is like, that's you, a, you that's do a that statement. when you want publicity. Yeah, that's a statement for yeah. your relationship. You're very confident in it, clearly. Mm-hmm. I feel like where I would um, debut a new relationship is Instagram. Yeah. It's 2018 Instagram. Just do it. I would a say, story or on your Yes, okay. So, like, you have to, I would say first, like, maybe, like, a story. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, uh, yeah, just a story because that, mm-hmm. that that disappears. Yeah. So, like, you could do that before, you know, you're even, like, official. You could just mm-hmm. gram a quick date or something. Like, that's fine. Then I would, like, move up to to being on the grid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it would be a while before they would get an individual photo of themselves or, like, mm-hmm. one with me. They might get, it like, a group photo for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe if, like, they brought me, like, a DQ blizzard, mm-hmm. they could get a... Maybe I would just want the blizzard in the photo then instead of them. Yeah. So, okay, Met Gala. Um, so, yes, another relationship that kind of, like, shocked a lot of people was entrepreneurial person. I'm not even really sure what he does, but... Uh, engineer. Elon Musk. Yeah. You know who we're talking about. And Singer Grimes. Which is weird. Okay, how is it, it weird? So it's weird for a couple reasons. Grimes is Canadian, and that makes it weird. that makes it weird. Yeah. <laughs> but um, currently in British Columbia, which is the province of Canada I am from, we're having um, these controversies, protests over pipelines, um, bringing oil from a different province to our oceans to be shipped off. And she was actually at one of the protests very recently. So she's like clearly very political. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Elon Musk, who's like, I, maybe I'm completely wrong, and I've read him wrong, and people, I don't know, but I don't see him as being very environmentally conscious, like, that's not, that's not why he made Tesla, he wanted to make a cool electric car, like, yeah. he makes the batteries, but why are you doing space exploration if you, like, care about the mm. environment, but think how much fuel is required to, like, launch something into space. He's like a car in space. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, she just seems kind of anti-establishment. Like, if you look at her, she's, like, cool and... Yeah, I've seen a lot of memes like, about this. Yeah. And, and he's, like, he is the establishment. He's, like... <laughs> the man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're very happy, but, like... And I think this is the thing with relationships, is you can never know them from the outside. Like, that's just yeah, not how relationships yeah. work. So we're but not like, commenting on their relationship. No. Because that's mean. That just we're how comment- I don't like when people do that. <laughs> we're commenting on the perception of their relationship. The debut. Yeah. Yeah, so... I got tagged on this relationship a few times on Facebook because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of celebrity relationships mm-hmm. and I pride myself on following them quite closely. Mm-hmm. Side note, yeah. also relating to Friday Night Lights, um, Landry from Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. just had a baby with Kirsten Dunst. Weird. Yeah, they're like engaged. How random is cool. that? Anyway, back. Um, so I got tagged on it a few times and to one of my friends, I was like, God, how do these guys even know each other? Like, what would their bacon number mm-hmm. be? And then I went to sleep. And then I woke up and, like, seven, like, random, just, like, people I didn't know from, like, Nebraska and stuff mm-hmm. were commenting, being like, what's a bacon number? So. We're going to tell you. Yeah, we thought we would finish up on this fun little, like, segment. Mm-hmm. We should make it a thing. No, okay, just a one-off. All right, maybe. We'll see how we go with this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a bacon number is, like, how people are connected to Kevin Bacon. So, it's kind of, like, the six degrees of separation mm-hmm. with Kevin Bacon because he's been in, like, a lot stuff yeah and more things than you could even imagine yeah like ones you wouldn't even like know about it's crazy mm-hmm. but i mean so obviously like it really you know 
I kind of use it just as like a synonym for six degrees mm-hmm. of separation, which a lot of people do. So like, you know, really we should be connecting Elon Musk to Kevin Bacon or like Grimes to Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. But like... You can connect them to each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a synonym. So we just, mm-hmm. we, we asked some of our listeners mm-hmm. to um, holler at us with um, some random celebrities and we are going to plug them into the Oracle, which is a website that gives you people's bacon numbers and yeah. it shows you the link between them. We will also link to this website. So the first one um, was Kevin Bacon to Justin Bieber. Can we guess first? I think I think it could be a three, but he was on like NCIS. He was. So it could be a two. So normally people are like a one or a two. That's yeah. how much Kevin so Bacon is So one means you've been in a movie with Kevin yeah. Bacon and two means you've been in a movie with someone who has been in a movie yeah. with Kevin Bacon. And then so on so forth. Yeah. So, Justin Bieber is a two. He was in Behaving Badly with 20, in 2014 with Mary Louise Parker, who is in R.I.P.D. with Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Woo! That's I, a two. It's hard to find a three. Yeah, I don't even know what um, Behaving Badly is. I don't know but. either. Okay, our next one was New Spidey, Tom Holland. So, we're plugging him in. Okay, there's like a month, multiple ones here. So, I'm just going to try the first one. Um, it kind of like gives you a drop down menu yeah. of names and you just select them. Okay. I don't think he was in, in Psycho, Psycho 2 1983. Let me, let me he try. He was definitely not alive then. I don't think he was alive then, right? No, Tom Holland is he's like our older age, than us. Right? Okay, we're going to try Tom Holland the second now. Yeah. Yep, okay, this is him. All right. So he's a two. He was in The Current War in 2017 with Nicholas Holt, who was in X-Men First Class with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. The superhero thing really makes Kevin Bacon connected to a lot of people. Yeah, the superhero thing, and then I'm surprised they only give you one option of things. I would assume because of uh, Infinity War, Tom yeah. Holland has been more connected. Yeah. But they just show you one route. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so our last one for the episode is Elle Fanning. She's wonderful, amazing. So she's another two. She was yeah. in Live by Night in 2016 with Victor Franco, who was in R.I.P.D. with Kevin Bacon. I kind of want to know what this R.I.P.D. movie is because, like, I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a science fantasy. fantasy action comedy. Wow, comedy film. It's one Starring of those. Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. Um, cool. It has a five point six out of ten on IMDb and a fourteen percent on Rotten oh. Tomatoes. So I don't know if it's like good. What did I say? Kevin Bacon's been in everything. He oh, he's in everything. In everything. you for listening to our podcast episode two yeah um we will be back next month yeah um we if you want to chat with us mm-hmm. between now and then you can hit us up on our social pipes so on twitter and instagram we are at dtcbs podcast that is at dtcbs podcast to l7 for cleanup um, <laughs> um if you want to follow us individually i'm at ms clearwater on twitter and instagram and i am at yasmin lomax on twitter and instagram we also have an email address we do um which is different things can be sad at gmail.com so you yeah. can also hit us up on that um, as we mentioned before, we will be announcing what our next month's topics will be a few days in advance on all these platforms. Yes. You'll have a chance to contribute. You know, thank you to um, our listener who suggested 
the Met Gallows we should cover yeah. or the um, Oracle people we should plug in to the Kevin Bacon thingy. So you can be part of the show next month. Um, yeah. So that's very exciting. Also, um, next episode is the first one we're going to be in different countries for. Yes. Um, I am going to be in Ireland. And I will either be in New York or back in Vancouver. I don't know yet. Yeah. So that, that's a surprise. Cliffhanger for next episode. Yeah. Where will Micah be? Where will Micah be? We don't know. So, yeah. we um, That could be a little bit tricky, but yeah, we'll get to you. Mm-hmm. We will. Over and out. Bye. Bye.